Welcome to Second Opinion, the reviews show here on the Nexus. I am your host, Ian R. Buck, and today I will be reviewing the Light and Motion Via Bike Tail Light. Find the show notes for this episode at thenexus.tv slash SO94. So, you really want people who are approaching you from behind to be able to see you on your bike when you're riding at night. So, bike tail light is a must. For some reason, this particular product uh, was called the Light in Motion Vibe when I bought it at REI. I'm not sure why exactly that is, but um, it appears to be uh, the same unit, the same product as uh, what's list- what's called the Via uh, on Light in Motion's website. Uh, it comes uh, at around $40. And the maximum brightness that uh, this unit uh, gives out is 50 lumens, um, which is pretty bright for uh, a taillight. Um, I, I think 50 lumens is, is uh, just about the brightest that I've, I've seen um, from most units. Um, its default mode is a pulsing mode, which is uh, much better than blinking because um, while it still gets people's attention the same way that blinking does, um, it's not going to blind anybody. There aren't any like moments where you're invisible um, and you aren't in danger of triggering an epileptic episode in anybody. So the size of this taillight, it's really compact. Um, it, it only weighs uh, 30 grams, and uh, it's quite small. It's just like um, maybe 2 inches by 1 inch. Um, it's a little rectangle. Uh, for battery life, this thing lasts forever. Goodness gracious. Um, and it, you know, honestly, the fact that it lasts so long is kind of a problem because, like, I never think about charging it. And so, like, it could die on me at any time because, like, I haven't kept track of how long it's been since I last charged it. Um, it's a smart tail light, which means that it has a little accelerometer in it and uh, it will only turn the light on when it detects that you are in motion or have recently been in motion. Um, so, unfortunately... This also means that you can't just, like, turn it off completely um, unless you take it out of its mount that uh, that that attaches it to your bike. Um, and so, like, this is kind of a big problem for me because I would much rather um, save battery if I'm riding around on, like, a bright sunny day. I don't really need my taillight to be turned on at all, um, but there's no way to turn this one off. Another weird note about this is that, like, it charges via a full-size USB-A. So the end of the the light, like, this this little rectangle that's the light unit, the end of that has a male USB port on it that you just, like, plug directly into, I don't know, a computer or a power brick or whatever, so there's no cable involved. Um, And, you know... This is kind of the opposite direction than I think we should be moving um, because I want everything to like charge via USB-C. But like even if even if something charges via U or micro USB, like I could get a USB-C to micro USB cord and then like use my uh, USB-C brick to charge it. But like because this light goes all the way back to full-size USB-A, I can't even get rid of, like, the old bricks that I have laying around. Um, 
I and and only use USB C. I have to use an old uh, um, legacy brick, which is ridiculous. Uh, for durability, this is IP67 rated, so you are going to have absolutely no concerns about uh, water getting in there or particulate matter or anything like that. Um, it has uh, a mount that kind of straps to one of the tubes of your of your bike, probably your seat tube, um, and then the light attaches to the mount by you insert like the USB port into the mount and then like rotate it. 45 degrees or so to like lock it in place and then once it's locked in place then there are a couple of like metal leads that are inside that mount and they they touch a couple of the leads on the usb port and so then the light knows that like it has been locked in place and it can turn on when it detects motion Final thoughts uh, I did return this tail light pretty soon after I got it and for a couple of reasons. Um, number one, not being able to turn it off without like taking it out of its mount. That just felt really weird to me. Um, and then also the other reason was that um, because I have a saddlebag that hangs underneath my seat, there wasn't really a good way to like mount this taillight on my bike um, because all it had was like this rubber strap. Uh and so I replaced it with a different tail light that can attach to my uh, uh, my saddlebag. Uh, so come back for next week's episode of Second Opinion to hear about that other bike light. Thanks for listening to this episode of Second Opinion. I have been your host, Ian Arbuck. You can find me on Twitter as Ian Arbuck. This episode is released under a Creative Commons attribution license, so feel free to use any or all of it as you see fit, as long as you link back to the original page, which again is thenexus.tv slash SO94. If you have thoughts about uh, bike taillights, come discuss them with other listeners on our subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash thenexustv. Second Opinion is supported by listeners like Quentin Pongratz, who voluntarily joined us on Patreon. If you would like to help out as well and get some cool perks along the way, you can find us at patreon.com slash thenexustv. Until next time, have a good one. The Nexus. The Nexus. The Nexus TV. Podcasts from, from the, the Technological, technological convergence. convergence. Technology is ever evolving. It touches every part of our lives, both influencing and being influenced by society. I'm Ian Arbuck, and I know it's hard to stay on top of everything you need to know to live in this digital world. That's why every month on the Extra Dimension, we explore a different aspect of the technological convergence. Find it on our website, thenexus.tv, or by searching for The Extra Dimension in your favorite podcast player.